What is up, guys and gals? Welcome to another episode of the Non-Stop Review. I'm your host, as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. And today we're doing Non-Stop, which means we don't really talk before the episodes, so I'm going to throw it over to Rick. Steven Universe, Season 5, Episode 23 and 24, Reunited. 3, 2, 1, and go. Yes, so I know a precious little about this episode. I know this episode is the wedding episode. I also know that they put Ruby in a dress specifically to fuck over foreign markets. Yes. Anyone who tries to say that, yeah, Ruby is the boy and Sapphire is the girl and this is a heteronormative couple, uh, yeah, they get uh, <laughs> they get messed with in this episode. <laughs> As if women can't wear, um, can't wear suits and men can't wear dresses, you know? Well, they can't in the societies that we're speaking of, but you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the fuck are we starting with? Yeah, they're making this episode into a musical, it seems. Oh yeah, he's starting growing his one... His one beard hair. Right, yeah, and we know he's going to be a hairy fucker when he's older, because when he's Stefani... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's almost as beardy as Greg when he's Stefani. Yeah. Yeah, can't blame you. Oh, man, Pearl in a suit. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. Man, the... I think my favourite is the um, the little white stripe on the shoes. Sure. Oh. I do also like that um, Pearl is just watching this entirely with confusion. <laughs> I don't even want to talk. This is a very... Um... Yeah, it's bopping. I wasn't even going to comment on the song. It's just it's such a good narrative device. With, um... Jeez, that's awesome. I'm in love again. Yeah. Oh, I can't, <laughs> I can't win. I'm like, Pearl in a suit or Bismuth in armour. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I do also kind of dig Amethyst. Um, having a tank top on instead of a shirt. Yeah. Maybe not pink ones. <laughs> Rose on the nose. I didn't know Steven had such a good singing voice. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a sucker for that dance move. <laughs> Oh, she's clearly not doing a good job. Oh, no, she's just being depressed. Okay, that's fair. Oh, look at the little dress. And the bunny slippers. Or the fluffy slippers, sorry. I I like the idea of him just, like, answering in song, and and Lapis is like, what the fuck? (laughs) And by Lapis, you mean Peridot. Oh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Peridot, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I said lapis because lapis was on screen at the time when I was saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm actually getting Futurama vibes where um, they're doing the play at the end of the the original ending, um, and mm. uh, it just everyone continues the song with their words, and it just gets to Zoidberg, and Zoidberg just goes, "I can't believe everybody's just ad libbing." <laughs> yep. <laughs> My days. Talk about people looking great in suits. Hey, that's way more than 10 people. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole town. Mr. Smiley is still wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I love Peridot's, like, upside-down smile whenever she's, like, determined. Mm. <laughs> Man, it really is such a fucking role reversal seeing Ruby in the dress, because... It's not even Sapphire's fault. Just Sapphire's regular design has her uh, in a in a dress by default. Yeah, yeah. She just has a dress. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Onion's definitely not human or gem. Mhm. Such an adorable way of putting it. That is a long time. Ah! Yeah. Is this when di- wedding going to be adorable, but at the end of the episode we're going to see the diamonds appear and that's going to be the stinger? Maybe. Maybe. Well, they've mentioned the diamonds several times throughout that song and then Ruby just mentioned them again. Hmm. Like I'm just I'm doing my best not to turn devolve into full Hootie, uh, when Hootie was getting the <laughs> was getting Amity and Lo- and Lose together. <laughs> yeah, good old not not knocking on Hootie's door, which is now celebrated instead of Harry Potter's birthday. Good. Oh, on there's the nothing day. better than an ugly cry. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so enthusiastic. <laughs> oh. Del Melvar is a made-up state. <laughs> kiss, 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 fuse! Oh my god, I wasn't expecting her to she's be wearing s- that. Yeah, she's got such a cool dress with this, it's great. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. How does the first dance work when you're one person? <laughs> I think you just bop with everyone else who's... Co- yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, because uh, she had the hots for her. Uh, he had the hots for her. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he just waltz off. Man, there's nothing wrong with being stag at these things. Yeah. Did Ronaldo know Bismuth was going to wear armour, or did he just turn up in that? That's the question I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just turned up in that, and you think... I think he probably sees more in common with... Uh, with um, Shape of hair than with wearing armor. Maybe. 
Oh, Bismuth is next, which means Pearl and Bismuth lives. Yes. Oh, no, that's the blue diamond thing, isn't it? Well, that's what happened when blue diamond came the first time. Hmm. Oh, I was really hoping this would just be a fluffy episode. Holy shit, fucking what's-his-name came for the wedding too. Uh, Greg's oh, yeah, brother, the, uh, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the, um... The one who gave him the million dollars. Wait, no, dollars. no, no, that was, uh... That didn't look like Marty. Marty's skinnier than that. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Marty. The one, Marty with, the one with the fly. The, the fly, the plane. Oh, yeah, 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 his, uh, his cousin. Oh. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah, gems don't need that. Yup, yup. Gotta appreciate Greg. Greg can't do much, but, like, he's trying. Wow. Well, it worked, so yeah, it fuck worked. everything. It worked. <laughs> That's like the worst news possible, right? Usually, yes. Fucking hell, that is a... a grim visual. Okay. Yeah, Earth has its own hand. Who the fuck are these jobbers? Did you see the... T <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he brought the sword as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because as the cluster is essentially a big old forced fusion. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's only of uh, shards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird how during the action scenes the uh, crying thing stops, right? Yeah. God damn, Blue's a big That's old lady. She is. That's one hell of a sleight of hand. Fuck another diamond! It didn't. It didn't. It almost. It almost worked last time to his credit. Yeah, yeah. Specifically on blue. I don't think she's in a listening mood. Oh, 
See, if he said that when he was in the courtroom in uh, in Homeworld, I think Blue would have been a, in a position to listen. But you know, yeah, but he didn't know about then, so yeah, yeah. That's enough emotional destabilization to get rid of Alexandrite. Yeah, interestingly, not enough to get rid of Garnet though. Yeah. Oh, the crying thing only affects gems. That makes sense. So technically, it would only affect Stephen half as much. Yeah, but that's all it needs, really. Yeah. I'm actually worried when Connie's in the in the fray because Connie can just die, die. I mean, I know she yeah. won't because it's a kids' show, but yeah, she doesn't have the um, contractual immortality that the gems have. How dare you fuck up my wedding day! Oh, we're gearing up for a song. I can hear the beat. <laughs> yeah. Are we getting a reprise of Stronger Than You? Maybe. Sounds like a similar beat, that's all. <laughs> because? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I agree. It doesn't make an awful lot of sense for Lapis to come back at that moment, but sure. I'm sure they'll explain it in a moment. Well, I think it's one of those of, um... Aw. Yeah. Good old future vision helped. I don't think that's going to take... Yeah. Thanks, Bismuth. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was about to say it. Well, Lapis has power over water anyway, doesn't she? Jesus! She does, yeah. That line didn't have to go that hard. <laughs> This, this has nah, such this a really final like boss, a full fight, party right? boss fight, Oh, right, it's saying the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a full party boss fight, like where um, it's the game's breaking its own rules to give you a like a the full roster in one in one fight rather than just like your party of four. Okay, I appreciate the effort, Peridot, but fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats a fastball special. <laughs> I 
What is it Wolverine said to She-Hulk? Rule number one of the fastball special. We do not talk about the fastball special. Yeah. Because everyone gets to feel his ass. Yeah. And it never really matters because it's usually a bloke that's not interested in blokes. But She-Hulk is very horny almost all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and video game music. <laughs> well, at least yeah, he saved the cat so f full credit to him yeah he did yes please I'm actually in extreme pain <laughs> mm, existence is agony Yeah, as if that was you and not Bismuth. <laughs> <laughs> like Bismuth's a little one of Alec, you Peridot, you don't quit. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of the fan base's views on Peridot as well. <laughs> yeah. Look at this fucking Megazord bullshit. Yeah. This isn't Steven Universe, this is anime. I mean, that's what Steven Universe is. <laughs> Well, that was, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic, but uh, it was intentional. Well, that would have been an ad break. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, yep. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, he's uh, giving himself an out-of-body experience, as it were. Yeah, what the shit? Fucking hell. <laughs> Yellow's not fucking around, is she? No. Look at this video this game like... screen! Yeah, a good old battle within the centre of the mind. Yeah, there's, there's, there really would be no solution for the diamonds uh, outside of outright murdering them uh, if um, Pink was legitimately shattered. Yeah.
Like fucking doing the fucking aura aura. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the whole you're not alone segment, isn't it? Yeah. Just in backwards. Yeah, in reverse, like it's it's him giving like inspiration to the whole party instead of the whole party trying to uh Gives Zidane his um, his senses back, as it were. <laughs> yeah, blue's definitely the one you're going to be able to reason with as a, between the two, right? Yeah, yeah. It's rather telling how everyone else is, like, fighting, even in their mind versions, whereas Blue and Yellow are just sitting down and being miserable. Yeah, because they don't need to put any effort in. Jesus, okay. I guess he's not immune to damage in the psychic world. Hmm. Okay, okay. Okay, it seems to actually be working, which I'm surprised about. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because we've got eight episodes left after this. <laughs> huh. So if it weren't for the fact that there was a, um, like a post-credits um, teaser yeah. of what was to come, then I would, I would have basically have uh, thought that this would have been the season finale, because at this point, I think we knew that there was going to be a uh, movie coming. Yeah, okay. Um, that preview sort of spoils things a little bit, because that would have been a perfect just ending, but we got a bit of a preview because uh, reasons. Um, and yeah, so we now know that 100% Blue and Yellow are just like, they just know now. Yeah, they just know, they accept it, they like... Um, they didn't have to, you know, be convinced through language or trickery. They just got as much proof as they needed from the uh, from Pink's aura that Stephen was able to control in that moment. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I I don't really know what. To say. Do your thoughts, Rick. I've got to compose myself. <laughs> So, yes, um, the episode was obviously a two-parter, and it was pretty much divided down the middle between the wedding part and the combat part. A little bit. The wedding was like a third, and the, the rest was two-thirds. 
Yeah, so do you think it would be reasonable to give two MVPs? I've always um, said, we've, we've always done this, uh, if an episode is two episode lengths worth of time and takes up two numbers, it gets two MVPs. When we do the final episode, which is like four or five episodes, it's going to get four or five MVPs. Yes. Because that's just how we're, how we're rolling with it. So yeah, we're absolutely doling out two MVPs this episode because Bismuth wouldn't have four awards and neither would um, DeMaio. De so, you know. But yeah, what, what, what did you think, Rick, is what I asked and you decided to ask about MVPs. I would say this is possibly it's definitely among my favourite episodes. Um, it might be the actual favourite. The other the other one in contention is um, the Lapis and Peridot um, with the um, with that one ruby yeah. and I think this might have it. Yeah, sure. If I had to do a top five episodes, this is instantly among the top. I think so far my favourite episode st- is still a single pale rose. That was a hell of a one. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that is the Wham episode with the Wham line of uh, I am Pink Diamond um, of Rose Quartz was Pink Diamond. Yeah, it was also just artistic and well done, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about this episode. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's definitely top three, definitely potentially number one. How about you? What do you reckon? I think the pacing was fucking fantastic. We started with the song and it was a bit confused. I was like, what the fuck? I even said, my words were, how the fuck are we starting this? What? Uh, we got through the song. Yeah. The song mentioned the diamonds looming attack several times. Uh, so much so that when they mentioned the diamonds in the in the speech that Ruby was giving, I was just like, oh, the back half of this episode is going to be the diamonds, isn't it? And you didn't even bother trying to hide it. You were like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> um, and then we had the, the prelude of uh, Stephen crying, but like, not crying, crying. And it was like, oh, we've seen this before. Two seconds later, there's Blue. Uh, we got the cluster emerging and the cluster is not as has feelings and has essentially a personality and they don't want to destroy the world. So they did their damnedest not to and they didn't. Um, a lot happened. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes, absolutely. I think this is possibly one of the most impactful episodes of the entire series. Uh, it's uh, it's a hell of a one, man. And obviously, we've got the revelation at the end for not just everyone else, all the good guys. Yellow and blue now know Stephen is pink, and they shouldn't be fighting him. Yeah. Again, it's been slightly spoiled by the preview that we know yellow and blue are just on board now. Uh, if not, I would have been hesitant to immediately think that. But hey ho, diddly do. That's just the way it went. Yeah. So he's now got like two of the most powerful allies in the universe who think they're basically going to treat him like their sister yep like a little sister who's been uh, petulant and lost for quite some time yeah it's uh, yeah yeah it's going to be interesting uh, I don't know how this series is going to end I know we've not even seen white yet apart from the silhouette on the homeworld and I know white is still going to be an issue we've also got four episodes regular length and the final episode which is like five episodes long so you know we've, we've got a hell of a <laughs> we've got quite a lot of time still yeah we do although not a great deal but uh, yes we're definitely um, gearing up towards the end game yeah but that's that's what I'm saying though is that we've got a lot of time as in there's stuff to wrap up there's stuff there's story left to be told it's not like one or two episodes left where everything gets wrapped in a neat bow no we've still got trials and tribulations for lack of a better term yeah so when we found out that we were getting a movie my assumption was that after this it was going to be like a um, a feature length uh, finale episode which you kind of get the final episode is about 45 minutes yeah yeah you kind of get that and then we get the movie yeah which uh, we will cover on the non-stop I think we've decided to do but that'll be in the future uh, <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose um, but yes Rick I suppose we should do our wind down do you have a favourite moment there's uh, quite a fucking few to choose from yeah there's quite a few there's quite a few um, you know what Rick do two sure so um, I think the two that I would pick are the I do's 
specifically when Sapphire just says yes and says, what, I'm excited. And the other one is uh, when Lapis reappears. Yeah, that was a hell of a moment. And it was Garnet saying, yeah, I just need you to not move <laughs> from right here because, yeah, the the barn now comes crashing down. So, yeah, those are my those are my two favorites, including Lapis's uh, immediate statement of, uh, yeah, if they're going to punish me like a crystal gem, I might as well do the crime. <laughs> How about you? What were your favorite moments? I think it's cheating to say any moment before the eight minute mark because that was just a wedding and it was all gold. So I'm just going to avoid that, but know that I loved it all the same. Sure. There are two moments that stood out and I adored both. The first one was um, Blue Diamond using her sadness beam and we get the most epic fucking line that this show did not need of uh, why are you still standing essentially to Lapis and Lapis is like, I felt worse. Yep. Like That's a yep. badass line in its own right, but it's also depressing because Blue Diamond's power yeah. isn't just makes you cry. It, it makes you feel intense sorrow and Lapis is claiming that oh, she's felt worse than that. And considering she was chained at the bottom of the ocean, forced into a fusion with Jasper for quite a while, I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And the second one was um, Peridot being all confident, strolling up to Yellow Diamond. It's like, hey, Claude, do you remember me? And Yellow Diamond just going, no, and then instantly poofing her. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's because it reminded me of Street Fighter, the movie, where M. Bison is just going like, you remember that day as the day M. Bison entered your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. Yes. It just accentuates the different level that these villains work upon. Mm. It's uh, it, it's great. It was an awesome moment. Like It's weird that Peridot and Lapis got both uh, my favourite moments. But yeah, again, I was excluding the wedding because the wedding was just great. It was fun fluff. And what a tonal shift from that to we're fighting for our fucking lives, man. Uh, so that brings us to the MVP awards. Rick, we're giving out two each. So give your first, give a pause, and then give, give your second one because uh, that lets me put the boards up properly. Yeah, so my first MVP is to Garnet. Yes. And this is going to be basically the um, the culmination of the wedding half of the episode, and I don't think you could get much more an iconic representation of this episode in particular than Garnet in the wedding uh, dress suit. The fusion of the two costumes that, the, that uh, Ruby and Sapphire had, and just dancing with herself. Yeah, it's all very fluffy and fun, and also she's still wearing that suit while she's pushing against... Blue's uh, leg. Granted, we learnt very quickly it was just a distraction, but it was quite a sight. Yep, yep. In- even including that uh, that one last moment doing that. That just another way that she's that she drove the episode, her episode. Yeah, like she even says it like when she's holding back. This was supposed to be my day, and it hurts a little bit. Yes, yes. Usually, when you hear that line, it's someone being a brat. But like this, were Reading Day will always be marred by the fact, and then the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> Specifically, Garnet saying my day is the equivalent of anyone else as a couple saying our day. So it's inherently less selfish than it would be for any old bridezilla to be saying it. And then my second MVP goes to Blue Diamond. Out of the two, she is the one who drove the villainous conflict of this episode far more than Yellow Diamond did. Um, Yes, Yellow Diamond came and got down to business, but Blue Diamond is the one who was basically toying with them on her own, with her own power in her own way, which may not have worked with Yellow by her side. I mean, definitely not. Once the two worked together, it, was, it wasn't it was even an uphill battle. It was barely a battle. It was a curb stomp. Yes, yeah. Um, and, like, it seems to be that her MO right now, or up until the end of the episode, was just to not win, but to inflict as much suffering as possible to get even a, a small fragment of what she's been feeling over the past thousands of years. Well, like, we 
get an excellent insight. Like they use the um, psychic Stephen thing. I don't know how better to word it. Uh, very well to full effect. Where uh, couldn't even get close to yellow. Yellow's feeling too much anger. But going to blue. One of the first insights you get into blue's mind is like, I want to crush these these gems for what they did to pink. But all I'm thinking about is pink, and it's making me sadder. Yep, yep, yep. So yes, I think she's possibly the most interesting character in this episode. Uh, in terms of like being able to analyze her and her um, hopes and fears and all that. So yeah, she gets my second MVP. So how about you? Who are your MVPs for this episode? I'm going to give my first MVP award to one Lapis. Yes, he's the proponent of one of each of our favorite moments. Yeah, man. Um, It's one of those where I didn't expect to see her in this episode. So it was a legitimate surprise. No, it was one of those things where like people wanted it, but they were willing to accept we'd had her nearly episode rather recently. And uh, that didn't go well. And this is this is like the first time we've seen her since then and it was uh, it was great like we got a glimpse of her very early on during the song with uh, it's still a very big influence on Peridot's um, so- source of sadness uh, I wasn't expecting her to come back at all it was great and it reminds us that actually Lapis is fucking strong don't fuck with Lapis yes <laughs> like it's easy to see Jasper as the strong one because physically she is impressive and mighty and does a lot of damage but it actually Lapis's control of water makes her super dangerous yes especially near or in water yeah it's it's a good thing we're in Beach City and not Desert City. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, my second MVP is a no-fucking-brainer. It's Blue Diamond. Yes. We've said it often and we've said it loud. You're only as good as your villains. And Blue Diamond played the role perfectly. Because, okay, Rick, I bring this up on the Mainline podcast and a lot of episodes, is I'm sick of sympathetic villains because they're usually done poorly and ham-fistedly. But I don't think there's a, a better written sim- uh, sympathetic villain than Blue Diamond because we get insights into her thinking all the goddamn time and her thoughts are always the same in I I want to avenge Pink but in the act of avenging I'm just making myself sadder. Yeah, it's one of those where she's less of a sympathetic villain and more of just a sympathetic person who happens to be an antagonist. Sure, but antagonist and villain are more or less interchangeable in the lexicon nowadays. Sure, but yeah, fair enough. Like, in, in my opinion, a villain is someone who sets out to do the villainous things. But she is doing that. Yeah, sure. Whereas an antagonist is just so happens that what they are doing is against the protagonist of the story. Yeah, no, I'd argue Blue Blue Diamond is outright doing um, villainous things. Like she's like she's trying to keep the pink uh, pink diamond zoo alive. I'd argue that's not villainous. What I do think is villainous is vis- visiting Earth on the sly and then kidnapping another human because fuck it, that's what Pink would have done. Yeah, yeah. And then again coming to Earth to unearth the cluster because they want to use it. I'd argue that's villainous. Yeah, totally. You know. Um, okay, okay, fair enough. It's it's one of those where. A lot of her motivation is, how dare you stand where Pink stood? Why would you murder my sister? She didn't do anything wrong. Obviously, by gem standards, that's arguably correct. By human standards, mm, pretty much the crystal gem race are more or less genocidal maniacs. Well, like humans to gems are essentially like fungal spores on your bread. Like, there's just something that just so happens to be on the thing that you're trying to create. Uh, that's not really a fair uh, comparison because you're assuming that um, I- I'm sure that's what gems may think but the moment you can have a conversation with something means that stops being true you know they are bear in mind they only didn't do earth in because pink was in charge and she learned how many other alien species have been completely eradicated and taken off the board you know which is why I call them genocidal because if they've literally obliterated races to make room for their kindergartens that's what the definition of genocide is destroying a race of people sure 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know. Um, but yeah, by gem standards, I'm sure that's not it's not evil at all. But by almost any sentient being standards, it's quite an evil evil act. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. Uh, morals aside, we're uh, oh boy, we're gonna have this debate again. I can just feel it. But yeah. Um, join us again next week where we see the fallout, which we already know is kind of gonna be a face turn for blue and yellow by the looks of it. Yeah. So it's gonna be a little bit of a slice of life for blue and yellow on Earth, learning what the universe is outside of diamond dogma I'm also curious to see how many out of the uh, out of the trio of diamonds Greg can hit I'm going to assume it's going to remain at one but you know if this was a slightly <laughs> more adult franchise I bet Greg would be like yeah I could give it a go <laughs> Do I hear three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Awesome. Join us again next week, guys, where we'll be equally perverted. Bye.